Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more, here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brabeck. Oh my God, run it back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brabeck podcast. It's Amanda, your host. Happy Thursday. I hope that you're all having a fabulous week. Um, right from the jump, I would like to apologize for last week's episode. I am disappointed. I'm embarrassed. I'm frustrated. I am quite frankly, so sick and tired of dealing with tech issues. Um, I need an IT department stat. Um, but thank you to those who have stuck around through the ups and the downs of the tech here at the Build with Brayback podcast. Um, I am trying a different recording method today in hopes that nothing is interrupted. So fingers crossed. Here we go. Um, okay, let's start off highs and lows. Um, highs. I feel like last weekend was a lovely weekend. I Poe's been dead asleep the entire time and like this whole morning. And the second I hit record, he's like up, he's drinking water, he's shaking his collar, he's moving around. Bobo, come lay down. Come on. Um, but we have been like so go, go, go all summer. Haven't really been home a ton. And we were finally home for not even the whole weekend, but like waking up on Saturday morning with nowhere to really be. I ended up going and taking a workout class um, at a studio I haven't been to before with one of my best friends, which was the best. Um, it was really fun just to like get out and try a new class and like do something for myself and then like leisurely grab a coffee. I called my grandma on the drive home and just like had a morning, you know? And that sounds very simple and basic, but sometimes the most simple and basic things are the freaking best. Um, I'm also helping one of my dear, dear friends plan a charity golf tournament. She has her own event planning company. She actually used to be my manager when I worked at Boston Magazine many moons ago, um, back in my event planning days. And it's like a side of my brain that I never use. Um, but I love so, so much. Um, so that's been fun just to kind of mix up my like daily tasks and daily routine. Um, and we have some exciting life changes coming up this fall that we are preparing for. We meaning Mark and Poe and I. Um, and I, I don't want to be like, uh, oh, I have a 
I have a secret project like that girl. Cause it's not like a cool secret project. It's just something that I can't really share yet. Um, but just like trying to get my life organized because this fall is going to be even crazier than the summer. So here we go. Looking forward to January when things slow down a bit. Um, and then my low, I would just say like, I just feel, I don't even want to generalize it and say that like, I've been feeling like I'm in a funk because I don't, think that that's like an accurate representation of how I am feeling because some days are so awesome and then other days I am so down in a funk and it's a lot of up and down and I think part of that is kind of the roller coaster of working for yourself um and like putting a lot of pressure on yourself and not ever feeling like you're doing enough. Um, but that inspired this week's episode, which we will get to in just a few, because I got to talk about some wrecks. Okay. Um, one, the patient on Hulu with Steve Carell, a much different role for Steve Carell. I guess he has been doing like more serious things more recently, but Mark and I watched the first like three episodes last night, I think. Holy crap, like crazy right from the jump. It's a psychological thriller. You'll fly through it. So good. Um, And then I'm like 70% into Carrie Soto is back. The new... um. Taylor Jenkins read book. Um, and I didn't think that I would really like it that much because it's like a sports plot line. Carrie Soto in the book, this is not really any spoilers. She's like the world's greatest tennis player. And then she comes out of retirement to try to hang on to her or like regain her, um, world record. Um, and uh, there's like, you know, a love interest kind of strung into the story, but like, Although I am a personal trainer and like in the fitness world, the sports stuff, it's not my thing. So I didn't think I would like it. I'm really liking this like change of pace for me. Um, so highly recommend. It's a good one. If you're a Taylor Jenkins Reed fan, you'll love it. And like some of the old characters and stuff are like referenced in it, which I love how she does that. Like she kind of weaves in characters from her past books into her current books. Um, and then I also just finished listening to Fearing the Black Body on Audible. Um, it was a good one to listen to while I walked because I think it would have been a little too like factual and dry to really get through it reading. I do wish I had the hard copy just for like note taking and like being able to refer back to some of the points. But um, I think if you are in the fitness space at all, if you deal with body image stuff at all, um, I think everyone should read it. But I think specifically if you are in a field that has anything to do with fitness, health, bodies, anything like that, 
it is such a necessary read because it really digs into the racial origins of fat phobia in our like entire world um dating way 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 back till when like painters like artists in the painting realm were creating the beauty standards um and it was so interesting and just it's a huge i, I was listening to it for my um body image boot camp course that i'm launching this fall click the link in the show notes if you want to learn more about it <laughs> um shameless plug you know i had to do it um but a huge part of that program is taking the time to step back and unlearn a lot of the things that we've been taught to think about our bodies to feel about our bodies and there's a huge for lack of a better term weight <laughs> that's lifted off of our shoulders when you realize it's not your fault that you feel certain ways about your body and it's not like you shouldn't have any guilt for any body image issues that you have because it's something that has been so ingrained in our society for so long but it also gives you a little bit of clarity as to where all this stuff comes from and how just created it all is you know it it allows you to take some of that pressure off yourself because you're like this isn't an end-all be-all truth this is something that people made up for various reasons a lot of them being like racially motivated um so yeah i felt like it was really interesting i just started listening to um things Things, called, things We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat by Aubrey Gordon, um, who is one of the co-hosts of the Maintenance Phase podcast, which I'm obsessed with. Um, and it's been on my list for a while, so I figured, why not now? But I was disappointed to realize that she's not the one that narrates it, which I feel like is a huge miss. She's a podcast host. I love her voice. like She has a very unique voice, I feel like, that I love to listen to. And now it's some random bitch. I don't want to listen to her. I need some coffee. Hold, please. Also another wreck. If you're a dirty chai kind of gal, I have been making espresso and I bought the spiced ch was it? spiced. <laughs> I need to chug this coffee because like somebody sent help. So I do espresso. The spiced chai, like black tea concentrate from Trader Joe's. I'll do like a splash of that. And then a splash of the brown sugar oat milk creamer from Trader Joe's. And it is chef's freaking kiss. It's so good. Okay. So let's get into the bulk of the episode. So like I said, I have been been feeling just a little funky um and i think that i go back and forth on sharing some things with everyone because one i am not some like big influencer i'm not a celebrity i am like a personal trainer and fitness instructor 
a super regular person with like a very small following, a small following on this podcast, which I'm not saying that in a negative way. I freaking adore every single one of you that hits play every single week. Um, and it doesn't make it any less meaningful. I just have a hard time sharing a lot of things because I'm like, does anybody even really care? Like, no one gives a fuck what you're doing. <laughs> Not in like a mean way. It just kind of feels true. No. Um, but at the same time, I also feel like I can't share negative things because you know, as a fitness instructor and a personal trainer, I try to instill positivity and motivation into people's days. So it feels like, oh, well, I shouldn't be sharing anything negative. And I don't want to let people know that I feel this way sometimes. But like, honestly, I'm getting to a point where I truly do not care anymore. And I would rather just live super, again, for the lack, lack of a better term, like authentically um, and like honor the space that I am in on those days. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you, like the last couple of years have been amazing in so many ways. So many big life changes have happened and I have really come into myself and I've found myself and but like, it has been a journey, man, a freaking journey. And it's been hard. And I don't think my mental health has been so up and down as much as it has been in the last couple of years since like my senior year of high school when I moved across the country my senior year and was like depressed, depressed. Um, and I think part of that comes with a lot more self-reflection and self-awareness. So I'm just, I'm more present and I'm more aware. So maybe I'm feeling all of the things a little bit more and for better or for worse, it makes the highs super incredible but it also makes you really aware of the lows, which is tough. It's tough. And um, I can't really pinpoint specific things that it is, but I think a huge part of it for me is comparison, that comparison trap of being on social media and seeing other fitness professionals in my city doing all these things that I think are so cool and so amazing. And then instead of just being like, oh my God, that's so awesome. She's doing that. She's doing that. I immediately am like, oh, should I be doing that? Wait, why is no one asking me to do this? And that is, it's such a toxic way of living and thinking. And I also... I think that me working for myself, while it has been amazing and rewarding, um, also has the ups and the downs of, am I doing enough? 
oh my God, I didn't get all of the things on my to-do list done today. Crap, I didn't make enough this week. Like, do I have enough clients? This person has more clients than me. And it just, it's so easy for it to spiral. I also feel like over the last couple of years, we've been spending so much more time alone and in our houses, which is convenient. And I'm a homebody and I have really leaned into my homebody nature over the last couple of years, but that can mess up (laughs) your mental health. Also, like we are connection-based animals. We need a tribe. We need people. Um, So without that connection, definitely having a hard time. Um, And I don't want it to come off like, oh my God, I'm having such a hard time and I'm upset all the time and I'm always in a funk. But I think that, again, with being more self-aware and a little more present, I just feel it all a little bit more. And, but it's also been a journey of like, okay, so sometimes your mental health isn't great. That's fine. That's normal, I think. (laughs) Sound off in the comments. Um, It's more so, okay, how can I work with this? What does it mean? Because at the end of the day, your feelings, it's just information and like we have plenty of tools that we can use to bounce back, pull yourself out of it, turn it around. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted this week's episode to be, just how to pull yourself out of a funk, how to turn your mood around, how to truly take care of yourself. Um, and this is not like the end all be all list. I'm not a therapist, but these are some things that I have found to be really helpful. Um, and I would love if you could, I was going to say post in the Facebook group, but I am locked out of freaking Facebook for the rest of my goddamn life. I'm pretty sure. Um, so go to the podcast, Instagram and comment with some of the things that work for you so we can help each other get in a better mood so we can go out there and kick some freaking ass okay okay so this list was kind of a brain dump there's no rhyme or reason there's no order to it we're gonna run down the list okay so this first one I just made a reel on the podcast Instagram that is related to this. Um, So it's a trend that's been going around on TikTok. Also trying to work the Instagram because I'm just too lazy for TikTok, even though it feels like TikTok, you could use less effort. But I already have like more of an established following on uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever. I digress. Um. But so it's like you criticizing yourself for something and then it flashes to a picture of you as a child and the child being like, oh my God, but wait, we're doing this? Like, so for mine, I kind of wrote some of my insecurities with 
my business. Like, oh, I'm so like mentally drained from working for myself. Why don't I have, you know, X amount of clients? Is my podcast growing fast enough? And then it flashes to a picture of me as a child. I'm like, wait, you work for yourself? You have a podcast? Not that my inner child would know what a podcast is. However, you get the idea. And I think that is such a huge one and it can seem really, really cheesy, but it's just so real. Like every time that you start to criticize yourself and tell yourself that you're not doing enough, I want you to think about that inner child because every time you criticize yourself, you're also criticizing her or him, they, whatever. Um, and on the same note, get some perspective and sit in that little child's shoes for a second looking at your current life. There are so many things that my younger self, even just five years ago, 10 years ago, would look at my life and one, be like shocked and surprised, like, what? <laughs> you don't work in corporate America? You are not a journalist? You're not this, that? No. Uh, but I think that she would be so freaking pumped about so much that I'm doing and so much that I've done. Um, so our culture is so hyper-focused on what's next, what goal are you working towards, um, that sometimes we forget to have the perspective of like, damn, look what I've done so far. Like, that is pretty dope. And although um, that has been going around on TikTok, this brings me to my next point, therapy. Not mind-blowing news, not earth-shattering um, ideas, but therapy gave me a lot of that perspective also. Um, like she really, you know, I'd be like, well, I am still frustrated at myself for doing X, Y, and Z like 10 years ago talking about. She'd be like, you have to also be kind to that girl because she's not who you are today. She doesn't have the tools that you have today. Um, and in general, I think having someone that is totally unbiased, that can give you advice, that can help you think of things differently and reframe and give you tools to improve your everyday life and give you tools to use during the really hard times, it is invaluable. Um, I am obsessed with my therapist. I took a break over the summer just for like money's sake. I also felt like we made like really, really big progress and worked through um, bigger things uh, like the first however many months I was there. So I was like, you know what? 
I am going to take a little break from this, save some dollars because that is the thing. Therapy isn't cheap, unfortunately. Um, but I definitely have noticed a shift, one, a good shift from all the things that I learned from her, but also I feel like I could benefit from restarting and having that person that's a sounding board that can talk me down a little bit, that can give me perspective because even though so many of the sessions were really hard and I would cry and feel heavy. I would always leave feeling a little bit lighter and a little, just a little bit more okay and heard and understood and not alone. And that's huge. And I would implore you. So I found her on psychologytoday.com, I think. Um, but look and see what your insurance might cover or your employer might cover. Um, there's, what is it called? Talkspace or something. There's like a bunch of different ones. Google, Google is your friend. Um, there's a, a bunch of different ones that I think could be cheaper than like traditional therapy. Another one is to get out of the house like I was saying, um, we have spent more time at home than ever, ever before. Get out of the house. Um, we have spent more time at home over the last two years than we have in forever, which is amazing. I love it. I am a homebody. However, it is really easy to stay in a slump when you are on your couch alone with your thoughts. So two sub points to this. One, create some structure in your day, especially if you're working remotely. If you're home a lot, that's okay. I love to be home a lot. I would rather it. However, I can feel a difference in my mental health when I have spent too much time at home. So create some structure in your day. Maybe it's signing up for a workout class in the morning or maybe midday. So you're getting out of the house in the middle of the day or right after work. So you have a clear end to your work day. You have something to look forward to throughout the day. Or maybe it's like plans with a friend or whatever it is. Create some kind of structure or maybe from the hours of like this to this, I'm going to go to the local coffee shop, get myself a little treat, be out of the house while I'm working. Um, that's huge. Even if it's just a little bit. Um, but then also get outside. The benefits of feeling that fresh air, of soaking up the vitamin D, whether or not you have a dog, go for a walk bop around, get that fresh air. Maybe it's first thing in the morning. Maybe it's an afternoon little walk around the block to move around and like wake yourself up. Maybe it's an end of work. WLK Poe is like really um, looking at me saying that word over and over again. Um, but just get out. It's huge. So What am I trying to say? Oh, okay. The next one. Sorry. My note like made literally no sense. Um, less time on your phone. Spend less time on your phone. 
Very similar to the last one. Get outside. Get your head out of it. My worst days are for sure the days that every time my brain is bored for a second, I pick up Instagram or I pick up TikTok and I'm scrolling. I can feel my eyes burning, my head starting to hurt, the comparison happening. Like it's a spiral. Get off the phone. We all need to spend less time on our phones. So whether it's, okay, I'm putting my phone down and maybe just putting on an audiobook or a playlist and going for a walk and keeping my phone on my walks. I put my phone on silent and like, I'm sorry, if it's like really important, I'll see it in 30 minutes when I'm back. Like, it's not that serious. Um, but, or go like totally silent. Listen to the sounds of the area that you're in. Also for safety reasons, that could be smart. Don't have that volume up too high. Be aware of your surroundings, ladies. Um, but also, could you incorporate doing something for your mind? Like, for me, I've been trying to be on my phone less in general, but like at nighttime, putting it on do not disturb and then just like putting it on the charger away from me and doing something that is better like for my mind, like my actual physical brain, but also better for like for my mental health, such as reading a good book, like getting so lost in a good book. There's not ever a better feeling. Um, journaling, which is also just a huge like sub point. I feel like journaling is such a mental health trick. You can just like dump it all out on the page, everything and anything, but it's also a great way like to one, release the feelings so you're not controlled by them. But also then be able to rationalize with yourself a little bit because I think that happens a lot with journaling, um, like kind of finding that perspective of like, oh, that's not that bad. We're good. And then similar to that because that's a huge part of my nighttime routine is to get better sleep. Basic, right? We sleep better. We feel better the next day. Boom which can be hard. Totally get it. Do what you got to do. Um, get off the screens, read a book, get like dim the lights there. There's a plethora actually <laughs> shameless plug, scroll back and listen to the episode with Alana McGinn of good night sleep site. Um, she literally runs a sleeping company for sleep health. Um, so that was a really good episode just about getting better sleep. But I think a bunch of the tips that she kind of said um, that we talked about were like cultivating your relaxing vibe, having a routine, reading instead of being on your phone, journaling, winding down for the night and feeling that shift. What does that shift look like for you? Um, maybe you need to take a melatonin. Maybe, shameless plug, you want to drink a dream drink from True, which honestly is my go-to. Like it has the cherry juice in it. It has magnesium and melatonin. Um, and it makes me sleep so deeply and fall asleep so fast. Um, a 
code Amanda15, drinktrue.com, the dream drink. I wouldn't be sharing it if I didn't believe in it fully. Like I don't, I don't even know if I get any money from people ordering. I truly don't know and I truly don't care. Um, it the shit is just good. Take an edible. I'm not against it. I heard on or I saw this TikTok that was like, edibles are like a weighted blanket, but for your brain. And I felt that so deeply in my soul. So like, do what you got to do. No shame. Um, okay. And then very similar to that is to take care of yourself. And obviously, prioritizing your sleep and creating that routine that does factor into that. That's a piece of that. So whether that's self-care throughout the day, doing like kind things for yourself, um, whether it is like a self-care like, okay, tonight during my nighttime routine, I'm going to do a face mask and you feel luxurious. You feel taken care of. A lot of these things that we look to the external for, we really have within ourselves. So instead of waiting for someone else to take care of you, you're showing yourself that one, you're enough and two, that you're worth being taken care of. So prioritize taking care of yourself. Another huge part of that is taking care of your future self. So there are so many times when it's nighttime and I'm freaking tired from the day before and I want to just, you know, get in bed, lay down on the couch, just really lean in to being a lump. But I know that I have a super early morning the next day and I'm going to be chaotic as hell in the morning. So I'm going to take care of my future self by packing my bag the night before and um, setting up my clothes, maybe tidying up. Like there are, I would say most nights that I don't really want to clean my apartment. But if I wake up the next day early, running to a class and I see this pile of dishes in the sink and like crumbs all over the counter. I'm starting my day like, oh my God, I'm already behind, you know, and the stress can just take over. So instead at night, even when I don't want to, I tell myself, okay, you got to take care of your future self. We're doing this now. It takes five minutes. Um, and it's that same idea of you're telling yourself that you're worth it. You're telling yourself that um, you deserve the best, that you deserve to be taken care of. Um, so, yeah. And that leads right into the next point, which is take care of your space. Um, it doesn't mean that it needs to look perfect all the time. Like, I'm a proponent of, like, it's okay for your house to look lived in. Um, but tidy up at the end of the day, you know, wipe the counters down, get the dishes out of the, the sink, maybe fold up your blankets, just kind of make it just so like, for me, when I have a clean, tidy space, it makes my brain feel clean and tidy 
which is kind of the whole point of this episode, right? Um, so there's that. Um, and then in terms of like your everyday, because I think, I think this is where a lot of my funkiness, my slumpiness comes from is the chaotic nature of my days, but also feeling like there are so many things that I want to do and so many things that I want to get done. And, but there's so much that it doesn't feel purposeful. So I think a huge thing in working towards less slumpiness, less funkiness is having a specific goal in mind that you're working towards. Um, like, I don't know, for example, if you want to become a personal trainer, maybe your goal is that you're going to pass your CPT exam. And that is your goal right now. That's the one goal that you're really working towards. So each day you kind of have that daily purpose of what can I do today to reach that goal? Maybe it's chatting with a personal trainer. Maybe it's spending 30 minutes going through your flashcards or whatever it is. Um, because I think having so many big ideas and so many things is great but having some specific things that like each day you're chipping away at will give you purpose in your day to day. And I think a huge part of falling into these slumps is because we don't feel that purpose um, and that meaning in the everyday, at least for me, that's how I feel sometimes. Um, and then in terms of getting things done, um and like chipping away at things i am definitely a procrastinator um especially when it comes to the tedious things the rsvping to the wedding i'm not an rsvp late person okay i'm just gonna have it up on my fridge and i'm gonna do it on like the last possible day because i'm the worst okay it's not always but when i'm feeling slumpy that's probably what's gonna happen um, we all know the things that we don't want to do. We don't want to call the dentist's office and make an appointment. Where is online booking? Come on people. Um, but with all of those kinds of things, I've been like really trying to be good about it. Um, do it first. It doesn't mean you need to go through and totally catch up on your life with all of the appointments you need to schedule and the bills you need to pay and like this and that. But when you do have those things hanging over your head, it can definitely affect your mental health and your focus throughout the day. So when you do have those tedious to-do list items, put them to the very top. Because also, these are things that take like five minutes. They're never things that really take that long unless it's like, oh, should I have to call Verizon and complain about something or get something changed? Like, yeah, calling a customer service line it's fair for you to want to procrastinate on that because like it's never going to be as fast as you think it's going to be. However, um, I think that just getting those things done and checked off and out of the way clears up some space in your mind, but also gives yourself that little sense of pride of like, oh, I am taking care of business. I got that out of the way. I am taking care of myself and like proving to yourself one okay talk about bringing it back to last week's episode 
limiting beliefs instead of going down that rabbit hole of like, oh my God, I'm such a procrastinator. Oh my God, I'm the worst. I never get things done on time. I never, I always push this off. You're showing yourself that, oh, I'm not, I can do that. I just got it done. Easy. We're done. And you move on to trip away at that daily goal. Um, and then let's see, there's a handful more. Um, I would say lean on your people. They say it takes the village. Um, but for real, lean on your people. That's why they're there. I am someone that is so bad at this. So bad at this. Um, my mom all the time is like, it's okay for you to not be okay. Like I'm your mom. I want to be here for you during the hard stuff too, where I am such a person to just always act like everything's okay and just internalize everything and feel like I have to take it all on myself. Like I don't want to be a burden to other people. But that's why you have family. That's why you have friends to have a support system and you're there for them when they go through stuff. So it's okay to like, even if you don't want to call them up and be like, oh my God, I'm feeling like crap today. Call your mom, call your best friend, FaceTime your sister, just to like, remember that you do have people there for you and Sometimes just like having a conversation like that, even if you're not even talking about how you're feeling, can like turn around your mood times a million. Um, and then also connect with new people. Maybe you don't feel like you have a support system that is very supportive um, or like the kind of energy that you need. So find the energy that you want to feel. Be around that kind of energy. For me, that's a lot of attending new fitness classes and being around these people that are really positive, that are really driven, that um, kind of like radiate a light. It's okay to take that light a little bit. You're not taking it away from them, but sometimes it's nice to sit near it. Um, if you need some recommendations on who to be around, you let me know. You let me know. Um, and then, uh, this is pretty similar, move your body. So maybe you go to a workout class. Maybe you do a quick home workout. Maybe it's not a workout at all. Maybe you just put on a playlist and you dance around the kitchen while you're tidying. Like for me, I almost just started singing the corn song because I said, for me, I really like corn. Mmm, corn. <laughs> I hate myself. Um, anyways, for me, I my mood totally turns around if I like bump a good playlist and just shake it off. Like there's a reason why rage dancing is such a popular tactic for helping your mental health. Dance it out, rage it out. Um so that's a great one. Um, eat some food. Sometimes we're just hungry. Sometimes we're just hungry, you know? Um, so ask yourself that. And like, that's a valid 
that's a valid tactic. Like sometimes when you're spiraling in like such a shitty mood, go down the list and ask yourself, okay, am I overtired? Am I hungry? Am I like this? And you can like go down the checklist. Maybe you just need a little snack. Happens to me too. Um, and then sometimes, which might be an unpopular opinion, but sometimes you just have to lean into it. And this kind of happened to me yesterday. I, I think I was just overtired, truly. Um, it was a gloomy day in Boston. I had to wake up early and teach a spin class and then like run home, shower, run back out, go to a personal training client, and then was home doing work most of the rest of the day um, because my regular Tuesday clients weren't around, um, which I just kind of had a headache. I like was having trouble focusing. I just like wasn't feeling motivated. And you know what? I leaned in. I was like, not every day is going to feel great. And it's okay for me to not feel 100%. Like, why did I choose to work for myself? If I was working a, like, nine-to-five job, I, I mean, one, I could have just taken a sick day, so that would have been dope. Um, there are perks to the nine-to-five, okay? I'm not someone that's going to be out there just being like, clean your job, everything's perfect down here. It's not perfect out here. It's fucking hard. Um, but I make my own schedule. I feel guilty as hell when I don't make the most out of every day, but I am working on that. And, you know, I put on Married at First Sight and I laid down and I got the things that I needed to get done, done while laying down with my laptop on my chest. And that's okay. Because some days you just need to lay with it. It doesn't mean that you're going to lay with it for weeks and weeks and weeks, but feel your feelings and just be like, you know what? Today's not my day and that's all right. And I think that's a huge part of it too, is that don't let a bad moment ruin your day. Don't let a bad day ruin your week. Don't let a bad week ruin your month, a bad month ruin your year, so on and so forth. It's okay to lean into it for a little bit, but to also recognize like, this doesn't have to be my reality forever. This is a moment in time. Life is about ups and downs. So it's okay to have the downs. Like you don't have to get down on yourself because you're not feeling good because you're already down. That's just a spiral that like no one needs to go down. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hope that that helped. I know a lot of this, like none of this is like super earth shattering, but it's stuff that helps me. And I think that incorporating some of it will also help you. Um, if you're ever feeling super slumpy, super funky, please reach out. Um, I am happy to chat with you because I feel it too. And I think that Instagram and the fitness industry and TikTok, there's a lot of positivity, but sometimes it's really fake. And I think that there is so much power in 
admitting when you are in a slump and admitting when you're not positive all the time, because that's not life. It's not life. Life has its downs and it's more so like, okay, what do you do on the downs? How do you work through it? How do you make it so it doesn't ruin your week or your day, whatever it is. Um, but it's okay to feel those things too. It's actually worse to not feel them and pretend like everything's okay because eventually that stuff comes to the surface. Like you kind of have to work through it to get to the other side. Um, so here's to working through it. We got this. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and I'll catch you next week. Peace and blessings. And remember, literally nothing matters. We are on a floating rock in the middle of the universe around other stars and other floating rocks out there. Like this could make things worse or it could make things better depending on how you look at it. But it doesn't matter. None of it is that serious. And I hope that that takes some pressure off. All right. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.